You're listening to The Voice. Benvenuti a Leuven. Leuven, Jürgen. Добро пожаловать в Leuven. Bienvenue à Leuven. Willkommen in Leuven. Leuven에 오신 걸 환영합니다. Welcome in Leuven. Hello, Leuven. We are The Voice on Radio and we are back for a new show. Anita, welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be back at the studio. It's been a while. We're doing a lot of Zoom sessions for the radio, so I'm really happy we can be here physically, look at each other and talk to us. So, yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. And for all of our listeners, she was here for a couple of shows before the Corona times and as well last year. So if you want to check some of our different shows, you can go ahead and if you find some of the shows from Anita as well, you can write on our Facebook page if you like them. And before moving forward, I would like to invite all of our listeners to listen to us and to look for us in our social media. You can find our different articles on our website, thevoiceluven.be or vito.be under The Voice tab, on Facebook as The Voice International Student Publication, on Instagram as thevoice.kluven or The Voice Student Magazine, and as well all of our radio shows and podcasts on Spotify, podcast.com and Mixcloud as The Voice on Radio. And Anita... I would like you to introduce yourself a little bit for all of our listeners, for all the people that are listening and do not know you. Yes. So um, this is my second year in Leuven. I'm from Italy and I'm studying sustainable development. Um, I'm interested in, in mostly yeah, topics um, about politics. That's my favorite, I would say. Uh, but in general, sustainability is something that I, I like to talk about even on radio because I think it's really important to really discuss over it and um, what else yes I'll be here hopefully the entire year um, managing the radio with you and brainstorming about potential topics to talk about so yeah that's that's a bit about myself find more in the next shows I guess <laughs> yes and well for all of our listeners as well I'm a student at Leuven. I'm studying industrial engineering and this might be a bit different, but as Anita said, it's just like a matter of having fun and discovering like different topics that we could include for our shows. So without further ado, I think we are ready for our first song. Our first song is a very special song that a friend of mine introduced to me, and it's called Colors by Cocoon. I don't know why, but every time Wrote the words they would never rhyme Maybe I'm cursed Or I was blind Such for a coin that I couldn't find And then you came to my world around My floor to ground But everything I see Makes perfect sense to me Cause grass is blue Stars are green Pavement's golden Like the sunbeams All those things That used to be So ordinary Now amaze me And it's crazy Slowly revealed all my true colors again Softly erased all my emptiness Out on your ocean is where I float Chasing horizons in my paper boat And then you came and turned my world around But everything I see Makes perfect sense to me Cause grass is blue Stars are green Pavement's golden Like the sunbeams All those things that Used to be So ordinary Now I'm me and 
that was Colors by Cocoon. And now we are ready for our new section. So, Anita, I'll give you the microphone. Thank you, Nicholas. Yes, so we have a little new section. Today is quite short, but our plan, actually, I'm, I'm going to tell our listeners as well. We plan to expand it a bit and also introduce some news about more global news. But for now, it's more local. So I'll, I'll get started with, well, main topic of the last six months, COVID-19 uh, in KU Leuven. So the university is urging its staff members and the students to still remain cautious and maintain the necessary distances. Um, there is a lot of blended learning going on and we have to wear the masks on the campus. Um, so yeah, the staff and students are called to adhere to all the preventive measures and and to be very careful during all the activities and when in contact with other people. That way life can go back kind of to normal if we are cautious, which makes complete sense. And um, actually another interesting news is that all campuses of KU Leuven are currently operating code yellow. Uh, with the exception of Diepenbeck. So hopefully we'll see that yellow become green sometime in the future, soon enough. Um, so second news is about um, proton therapy. Uh, so the center in Leuven um, has treated in during this summer uh, its first patients with this um, particular type of therapy, uh, which consists in targeting, in using uh, protons to target tumor in a very precise way. So it would cause minimal damage to the surrounding tissues. So it's very innovative and it's actually great news that um, this is now being tested in Leuven in Belgium because up until now uh, patients from Belgium wanted to um, to try this treatment would have to travel abroad, for example to Germany, France or Switzerland. So this is a really good news. Um, and I will leave you to um, the news about the new Belgian uh, prime minister uh, about Vivaldi's Four Seasons, because that's something I think you could explain better than me. <laughs> yes. So we all knew that Sophie Wilmes was our prime minister during the COVID-19 crisis. But right now it's well, she was the prime minister but she was not the official one as you know that belgium hasn't had like federal election for 493 days but this week there is a new prime minister officially selected and his name is alexander de croix and this is the 53rd prime minister in the country and what you were referring to Vivaldi's four seasons was a gift that sophie wilmes gave to the new prime minister alexander de croix and another fun fact is that it was not only the Vivaldi's Four Seasons, but it was as well like a little mug. So there is a little story that the uh, former Prime Minister Wilmes loved different mugs, and she gave um, Alexander de Croix a mug with the number 53 on it. And <laughs> at first, um, the Prime Minister was like, ah, I think you got my age wrong. But in reality, it was because he was becoming the 53rd actual prime minister ah, okay. of the I country. See. Actually, now that we think about it, we should have maybe played <laughs> Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Maybe it's a <laughs> bit boring or not really the vibe of this show, but anyhow, it's really it's really nice. I think the problem might be that perhaps it's too long. <laughs> yeah, I agree. We should have played it in like shows, different shows. Yeah, but could be interesting. Maybe we can plan a show on that, I think. Could be, could be a nice topic vibe. and yes. could be, we haven't done it. So far, we've covered like jazz music as well as some blues and different genres, but we have never gone like with classical music. Okay, we so can think about it. One day. <laughs> yeah. And okay, that was like a small section of news as Anita was mentioning, but hopefully by next week we'll have more news. And as well, we were mentioning that we wanted to expand it to more international news. Yeah, yeah, I would like to do that because I think it's important, especially now. I'm any any time actually but yeah with the, we were talking about the US elections it'd be nice to to keep our listeners a bit more updated on what's going on 
crazy Trump. So maybe we can even mention <laughs> yeah. since today's kind of an important day because he got coronavirus. So yeah, I was about to mention that it's like, we'll see if we'll be yes. able to have elections in US exactly. because I personally doubt it with Trump like this, then yeah. he'll be like, I'm too sick to have elections. I'll be one more year Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's a strategy yeah? or yeah, it's yeah. either. I heard already a lot of different opinions, but it could be a strategy to prove that coronavirus doesn't even exist because he can get out of it like easily or maybe just to like get himself out of like the discussion on TV that are being going that have been yeah, broadcasted exactly. so far, which apparently was really bad for him. I think in general it's like a little curtain to hide the current situation. Because we know that the first debate against Biden was this week and it went really awful. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. now he's like, okay, I'm half, I have coronavirus, so no one will be talking about the horrible <laughs> debate, so everyone will pay attention to me. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Huh? You never know in politics all the different strategies they can come up with. But yeah, so I woke up to this news and I think it's worth mentioning because, yeah, it's pretty important. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It made my first lap of the day really joyful to know that <laughs> he had gotten something he was complaining that was nothing Careful, you're giving a lot of hints on your political... <laughs> orientations yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just saying that it's it's <laughs> joyful to hear that some people that don't believe in things at the end um experience karma yeah yeah karma i agree <laughs> well yeah so yeah we'll see about this expansion of news but i think it will do we'll do something nice a mixture of local and global yes indeed so yeah so let's go on with the second song she tells me the time will heal all our wounds she points to her heart and says here is your proof she shows me the scar where the arrow went through broken by one now it's beating for two Thank you. 
was anything for progress by her space holiday and a little overview of this song that I actually love, the lyrics are amazing, are so beautiful, and this project of her Space Holiday is actually a solo project from the Indietronic and indie rock musician Mark Bianchi. So all that you can hear in that song, basically it's himself playing around with different things on his computer. It's an amazing band, or solo band per se, and if I would have to recommend you one song from him, it's something to do with my hands. Um, it didn't go with the vibe of this show, but I definitely recommend you to listen to it. And now we are ready to discuss the voice. Last week we had a show with our two editors-in-chief, with David and Bernica, and they presented what the voice is, as well as our different sections, and he extended an invitation for new international students to join the voice if you want to collaborate as a writer, or just as a photographer, or, or even on our radio shows, to host your own show, or just to be a co-host for either Anita or myself. But now let's do a little recap on the current articles that we have online and as well on the previous shows that we've had these last weeks and as well just before going into the summer holidays. So in the first place, I'll talk about the arts and culture section and Anita will then discuss the other sections, well, the other section that has an article right now, but hopefully next week we'll have new articles. For the arts and culture section, we have the article called An Evening at the Brussels Planetarium Poetry Fest. And it was by Claire, our new editor for that section, and she talked about what the event was, and we were there, as you all remember from the interview we had two weeks ago. It was a beautiful event, a beautiful poetry event with different topics in different languages, and it was something very curious that even Claire mentions during her article, and is that the different poems were either in French or in Dutch or in English, and there was even one poem that had fragments in Spanish, but no subtitles were offered, and she asked the uh, the curator of the event, Philip Mersmant, what was the reason behind it, and he was like, we will not give you everything in like little pieces for you to digest easily. We want you to go out of this experience and be like, wow, what have I just seen? It's amazing, I don't even understand what it is. That's the impact that he wanted to create with this event, and I can tell you I was there, and at the end of the show you are like, what was that? It was amazing, it was spectacular, and I invite you to... Well, to catch up on our radio show and the interview we had, and as well to read the article by Claire. Apart from this new article, we've had as well a poetry collection with different poems from our PR. Some of the names or titles are Chi, Crave, Men Don't Cry, Honest, and The Art of Saying No. You will find something particular in this poetry collection, and is that every new poem begins with a little red sentence that the previous poem has at the end. So I'll just give you a little tip and maybe I'll give you like the whole overview on it on a, for the radio show. But if you start taking like all of the different red lines from these poems, you can create a little and curious narrative that we've tried to prepare for you with the different poetry, with the different poems in our poetry collection. So just put them together and you will enjoy the little narrative we've tried to put together. And now, Anita, you can go ahead and present the new article for our opinions and politics section. Yes, so this article actually is very fresh, uh, just out yesterday. Uh, so it's an account of the rector's uh, speech and the, the opening ceremony of this academic year at KU Leuven. Uh, and it's very interesting. It's, it's called Inclusivity, Safety and Respect, the opening ceremony and the importance of values. Because it indeed it accounts, um, yeah, the strong words of the rector who, yeah, in my opinion, was very, very present during the entire crisis and is still managed um, to deliver this very interesting speech and full of um, recommendations of values that he'd like for K. Leuven to to take upon this year and in general life so yeah and of course it's also a very strange academic year about to start and uh, the speech itself was not as crowded as normal um in the peter de sommer aula and people wearing masks so it's it's very it's very new to everybody and i think it's important to 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 start this year well with encouraging words so that's go check it out on our website and that will be all for the la the upcoming articles yes and as you were mentioning uh the rector has actually sent a lot of emails about different topics it's previous Indeed. weeks it's yeah. the first year that i've seen that this is happening 
Yeah, it's true. And I, I think I really appreciate it because it's very long emails with a lot of of motivational um, sentences, which I really appreciate. I think it's really important, especially where we were all scattered around the world. People went back even last year to have like even published videos and just trying to to keep the hypes up or at least like the motivation up to keep going with the academic year and doing what we're doing exactly as we were doing it before with with as if COVID was not there. So I think it's it was important that his, his present was that strong, in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree. And hopefully we'll have some other radio shows that will cover some of the topics that the director is addressing that might be important for today's society. And as you were mentioning as well, for this normal academic year that is blended, but still I've noticed that most people are having just online lectures. Yes, is that your the case for you? Um, personally, as I'm doing engineering, we have a lot of labs and practical things to do. So for these things, yeah. we can actually go on campus. Is it weird at the moment? Because I haven't been to the campus uh, at, so far, so I don't know what it, what it is to go to class. It's not weird, but it's a bit strange. It depends on the professor, really. Mm -hmm. Because for some lectures, you really have to keep the social distance with other people, even if they're um, within your social bubble. So it's like one person sitting for every three chairs and then you cannot really like have the small conversations you would typically have during the lecture with your friends, yeah. <laughs> even if you're not supposed to be having these conversations. But there are other professors that are more chill and are like, if you're like a bubble, then you can sit together, but only if you're a bubble. And then, of course, it's up to the students to know that they have to be responsible and conserve the distance with the different bubbles within the classroom. Yeah, of course. But it's nice you still get to go and do everything like in physical with yeah physical exactly presence. i think it's very important and well as we will discuss it today sometimes this can drive us crazy and we have to come up with new routines and new ideas not to get bored and of course to keep ourselves healthy both physically and mentally <laughs> yeah. because staying it at our Indeed. place we'll stay on pajamas the whole day and we'll not walk we'll not do any exercise and we will be depressed because we're not having social contact yeah definitely. so that's what this show is a bit about but we'll introduce our special guest after a little music break so our next song is by Ezra Forman, and fun fact, as I love to give with the different songs, and for those that love binge-watching TV shows on Netflix, there is this TV show called Sex Education, and Ezra Forman is actually the one in charge of the soundtrack for this TV show. So the next song is Wild Feeling by Ezra Forman. A wild feeling hit me hard in the night I looked out on my green backyard in the night My little eyes suddenly start and the night began to grow I stood in that little window frame in the night I danced just barely like a flame in the night And if you ever feel the same in the night, let me know Up my little eye in my room after 
Wild Feeling by Ezra Foreman and the Harpoons. Now we are actually ready to present our guest for today, our very special guest, and I'll start by addressing a little anecdote of mine. There was, it was last year, and I was actually like all boards in social media, but then I was like, okay, let's try to look for influencers or some people here in Belgium that can give you like a better overview of what being a student actually is. And then I just found on Instagram someone called Consciously Monica and I was like, okay, um, let's follow it, her and we'll see. And then every day there is like a very nice post with either like a, an amazing, I guess, vegan dish uh, or just like a beautiful quote from someone or just a nice picture that gives you some relaxation during the day. So we have invited her today to discuss some different topics and of course to have her communicate us like all of her experience as a student and nowadays with new routines for the new academic year. She is a physiotherapy student here, she's a blogger, YouTuber, social media personality and of course she is Belgian but she's here today to talk to us in English as you might be expecting. So welcome to The Voice on Radio Monica, we are very happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so glad for being here um, and sharing my story and being able to talk with you guys. I would like to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Why are you starting what you're studying or yeah, just talk to us a little bit um, about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a physiotherapy student. I've always been uh, really into health and um, trying to help people in a certain way. And that's kind of why I chose to study physiotherapy. And well, then actually just this summer, I started with uh, really taking uh, my blog a little bit more seriously and starting out YouTube and really then focusing on the body, the mind, the soul aspect of it and trying to combine those things. Okay, that's that's amazing. And well, you have some videos, for instance, I'll mention just a couple like five benefits of taking a cold shower each morning. I tried one day, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was really <laughs> tough as well. What is self care really about? Or you have as well three ways to take control of your life. So first, I'd like to start this interview by asking you, how did all the idea of becoming a blogger and sharing like these little life experiences and tips with other people and students come in mind? Well, so yeah, it actually that idea came to me like more like a year ago, but more in the sense of trying to share my personal experience with living a more eco-friendly lifestyle because I, I'm really passionate about that as well. Um, and then I just was on Instagram and I shared some tips uh, on, yeah, what kind of smoothie to make or like a vegan dish. Uh, just kind of to inspire people like you can do it another way or like using a bamboo toothbrush, stuff like that. Um, but then actually this summer or like more throughout the year, I wasn't really finding the drive to keep doing that. And then I kind of shifted my perspective on 
Well, I'm still like trying to live a more eco-friendly lifestyle, but I'm more passionate about health. Um, not only the physical health, but also mental health. And then I decided that I really wanted to focus more on that aspect and uh, yeah, share my personal uh, experiences with it and also what I learned uh, throughout my studies uh, with people around me because I do really feel that one person can have a little impact because if you just influence like two people around you, you already had a positive impact on those persons and they might do something better and feel better because of that. And yeah, that just makes me happy. So that's kind of why I started it out. And why in English, uh, I wonder? Because what we've seen is that many social influencers here, here in Belgium use either Dutch or French. So of course, for international students, we don't have like that many chances to understand what they're trying to communicate. But why have you decided to do it in English? Um, well, I'm, I myself, I come from a multicultural background and I just want to be inclusive and have it be able for everyone to see and um, to learn something from it. And it's kind of a challenge for me as well to do everything in English. And uh, but yeah, I also love reading in English and yeah, it's just it's just a general language. So so why not do it in English? <laughs> And well, you were just mentioning that during summer you were having like some personal changes and as well that you were feeling like, okay, maybe I have to give some extra direction to this or to plan to do something new. So I would like to know, um, basically, how do you think that COVID-19 crisis this summer and of course, like the first months of this year and its different implications of 2020 have affected your daily life and basically that have moved you to take like new approaches in your life and as well through social media? Yes. Yeah, so, well, with COVID-19, I believe that uh, my life and I guess everybody's life was disrupted. Um, and uh, this wasn't really easy for me in the beginning. Um, but now I would say that COVID really gave me the push to really look at my life and uh, evaluate, evaluate how I was feeling on a day-to-day -day basis. And I really wasn't actually happy with myself and how I was handling my life on a daily basis. And yeah, COVID really put a break on everything because I believe I was using my day-to-day -day life as kind of a distraction of what was happening internally. And it just put a break on that and really got me into being honest with myself and admitting to myself, okay, this is not the way I want to be going through my whole life and I need to change that and I'm the only person that can do that. So I'm going to start thinking about what I want with, to do with my life, basically. Yes, and, and that's very mature, like to recognize how you're feeling and as well to tell to yourself, like, okay, we have to do things differently, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not that I wasn't busy with that at all, but um, it's it's her hearing things differently. And exactly with COVID-19, just putting such a big dis disruption in your life that you really can't go around that. You have no distractions anymore. And you're really, yeah, obliged to look at that aspect of your life. Yeah, and as well during these times, basically, you, well, you have, you should decide to do things to make yourself more active in order not to fall like in the depression of Corona. And I think that friends and family play like a vital role in this, like for you to say, okay, I need to see my family, I need to talk to them because they will make me feel who I, who I am. They will make me feel fine with myself and maybe this can power me to be, well, to feel better and to perform better in what I'm doing. So I wanted to ask you, what has been that influence that family and friends have had like for, well, first for your blog and secondly for your personal life? Yeah, so I feel my friends and my family really supported me, um, especially my friends. They really uh, encouraged me to just, yeah, do what I, I was doing. And it's not that I have a super large group of friends, but I have some really close friends and they are always there for me. And I'm really appreciated. Uh, like grateful for that, for having them in my life. Um, and yeah, about the personal growth area, I do believe that in the end, it's always up to you and you need to do the work and nobody around you can do that for you. 
And um, of course, it's really important to have your family or your friends that can support you and that you know that you have a place to go to. Um, and having the right guidance is also really important. Having something or like a book or a podcast or anything that's, that can um, make you ask yourself the right questions and turn you into a right direction. That's also really important. But in the end, it's really up to you to do the work. And that realization that I'm the one in control of my own happiness and it's not my friends, it's not my family that is going to provide that for me, but it all happens internally. That's really, that's really a mind shift in the end. Yes, and what I personally like quite a lot of your blog and as well from your videos is that you show yourself as a, well, as a normal person, I mean, as a real person. Because sometimes when we see social media, everything is fake. And as you were saying, people lie to themselves all the time. But as I was mentioning with the family and friends, we can see when you're having a bad day or when you're feeling just like, okay, I'll share a normal picture of me with my family. Like I know that you've visited, I think it's your grandfather sometimes, so you post some stories. And for us, like um, the people watching your videos and watching your social media, I think it's really inspirational because we can see like, okay, this is a normal person that is actually doing everyday things. He's not an influencer that tries to sell us an idea, that tries to say that, okay, everything is so nice, so amazing, but we can see it in you. We can see that you are a real person and that's one of the most amazing things that we are like, okay, you have your friends, you have your family, and you interact with them. So it's not only social media to interact to gain popularity, but it's that you want to share bits of your life, of yourself. So I think that's really valuable, and I think that it gives you a lot of authenticity on who you are on your social media, compared, well, to many people and to many influencers out there. Moving on, I was watching some of your videos, and I saw that in many of them you are mentioning some different challenges from different people. So first I would like to know what is this process of finding challenges online and taking on some of these challenges. For instance, I know that there is this 10 days personal growth challenge, UPW, and that you, were, that you said basically out of your comfort zone. So when I, when I read or see these things, it's like, okay, it's a bit crazy. I don't think if I would, I would do it but you were brave enough to do it. So I want to know what, what was this, that experience about? Yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that because it, that happened to me really coincident, coincidentally. Um, it was, I really stumbled upon it. It was not even that I was looking for it, but it just came to me. And then by doing the one course, I got into another course. Um, and eventually yeah, I'm so grateful for doing those things because otherwise I wouldn't have started YouTube or anything like that. And I wouldn't be sitting here today, um, if it wasn't for that, those courses. Um, but yeah, for those of you that have never heard of, of UPW, <laughs> it stands for unleash the power within. And this is go going to sound really crazy, but it's a four day experience, uh, that consists of 12 hours each day. And it's completely focused on your personal growth. And I don't know if any out, anyone out there has heard of Tony Robbins, uh, but he is a world-known writer, a speaker, and he's kind of the inventor of the whole personal coaching industry, really. And so because of COVID, he made this virtual event um, filled with talks, taking action in your life, dance and music. And so it's 12 hours each day for four days in a row. And on the last day, they challenge you to do this 10 days challenge. And yeah, it's basically kind of putting into practice what you've experienced throughout those four intense days and really trying to keep you going into incorporating some habits in your life for 10 days um, to improve your health for the better. And yeah, that was actually my first video that I made. And because I just thought, I'll see how that goes, but I want to document it and see if I will eventually try out, like have the courage to try, try, try out YouTube. Um, but yeah, in general, that's so that virtual event and then the challenge for me really was the thing that pushed me to surpass my own limiting mindset and really take action in my life to, yeah, to change things and to really realize that I was in control of my life and I could do these things if I just 
put myself on it. And I know this sounds really cheesy and you're probably like, I've heard this before. Oh no, another person is going to say <laughs> like, take control of your life. And I really get that. I mean, it's not that like, whoa, this summer is the first time I ever heard like, take control of your life. <laughs> but you can hear things like this like 20, 30 times and not be putting these things into practice. And it really takes the right guidance or the right, yeah, kind of something that triggers you. And then just from that day on, you just switch some something inside you just switch and you finally get it or like realize like, oh, okay, now I'm not going back to that belief or something like that. I don't know if it's understandable. But that's kind of what I experienced with these courses. It was for me personally, because I can also understand that it might not work for everyone, that kind of approach and that intense like 12 hours each day. Uh, it really might not work for everyone. But for me, and it was just coincidentally, um, it really did something with me and it really worked for me personally to yeah, shift something inside of me. Yeah. And what you were saying about like having heard that so many times that you can go outside and you can listen to 20 people telling you, take control of your life, 10 day challenge, and you see it everywhere. But I think with you, what was really valuable is what I was mentioning before, that with you is like, you're a real student, you're among us. So your credibility is actually higher towards the students compared to other people that from one perspective, one might consider that they are just doing it for the money. While you're just sharing the experience and without like gaining anything from the other people. And I think that is something that is like your motor for your social media, that people can recognize you as I was mentioning as a real person. So to, to see all of these challenges, I think that it's very interesting. And I think that you're, you can increase the credibility and inspire people to do them as well. And before moving on with the second part of the interview, we'll have a little music break. And afterwards, we'll be with Anita, who will ask you a couple of more questions regarding, of course, your life and as well what, why we have to be honest with ourselves and have some self-care. So the next song is by a British artist who is called Kate Nash. It's very, very similar to Lily Allen, if some people out there know Lily Allen. And what I love of Kate Nash is that she has so powerful lyrics and she doesn't care um, that other people may feel irrespected by her lyrics. So she's powerful and she basically goes with all the power to try to, to try and to express what she wants to express. So the next song is called Foundations by Kate Nash. And I apologize if there are a couple of bad words in the song, but they have a meaning and they have certain importance in the song. So this next song is called Foundations. to say you'll go along with it then drop it and humiliate me in front of our friends then i'll use that voice that you find annoying and say something like yeah intelligent input darling why don't you just have another beer then then you'll call me a bitch and everyone we're with will be embarrassed and i
Welcome back to The Voice. That was Foundation by Kate Nash. So I'm jumping into the conversation as well because I'd like to ask you a few questions, Monica. Uh, yeah, about honesty and self-care, which are like two recurrent topics that you that you post about and your keywords a bit, right? So yeah, I just wanted to like uh, to compliment you on the fact that um, You're a very uh, special influencer in a way because many times, uh, also as Nicholas was saying, influencers stress how like life is really cool and nice, and sometimes they are doing it actually for marketing purposes or whatever. It's I mean it's an entire world that I I don't even feel like I'm, I really know I know really well because it's quite new. Uh, so yeah, you're more of like a, a genuine influencer who wants to really uh, show that uh, that bad days and good days are are normal. So actually, it's it's good to have a bad or off day um so what do you think about being honest with oneself in the way one feels and thinks and why is not important to pretend that everything is okay all the time yeah and i i i feel that it's really we need more people out there that are being real and that are being open honest and that share more online than just their uplifting moments because that's really draining for others that are going through things and for other people to realize that there's somebody out there that's that isn't going all that great or has some mental issues like anxiety or something like that it can be very healing to realize that that you're not going Uh, through that on your own and it give a it gives a kind of comfort in knowing that and in that way I really do believe that social media can have a positive impact as well on people's health uh, and mental health but used in the right way and nowadays that's really not the case and I'm very aware of that that's for a lot of people it's really draining and seeing images on social media can be yeah or is really bad for your mental health um and so getting out that message that there's literally no one out there that isn't going through a rough time or has gone through a rough time is such a realization and so healing to know and even if you see somebody like me like i try to share more real stuff but Even then, it's just an image. You will never have the grip of a person's whole life on social media. And I just feel that a lot of a lot of people don't really see that. Um, yeah, that's that's just really sad because it brings a lot of people down to to see that app and all those images of of influencers that have like the perfect life or are traveling all the time. Uh, But I don't believe that they don't have like moments of doubt or moments that they're 
really unhappy, really, because it's in an image you can never put out there what a person is really like or really thinking yeah, and definitely. doing every second of every day. Yeah, and most of these people are, are also doing it for cause, because it's their profession, but mm -hmm. you are putting kind of like the passion into it because it's like your hobby. And so I feel like that's why there's more genu genuinity in it. Uh, so for example, what do you do when you're feeling down in those days with it, when you are accepting that it's good to be feeling bad? Yeah, I. what I try to do is... Um, is realizing that it's just a part of a day and that's okay. And I try to get in tune with my emotions and don't get too much pressure on myself. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I try to that's do. That's good. And if you if you would like to recommend to others, for example, to KU Leuven students, um, how to maintain their, their mental and physical health, especially during these weird times when we're like doing things but not doing them to the fullest at least that's what i'm feeling a lot in these in this period that i can go outside i can grab a beer with the friends but i'm 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 not really allowed to do everything right so we have a lot of limits um but so to stay healthy in a way uh what would you recommend what what kind of routine or even small actions during the day Yeah, I think um, it might seem to you, you, you try to get somewhere uh, on your physical or mental health and it seems like such a big thing to accomplish. You make it like seem impossible maybe in your head to get there. Uh, but I would really recommend that you just break it down and start with something really small and start with doing each day just even if it's just one minute or two minutes of something that will bring you closer to where you want to be the day after. And that can be two minutes reading a book for two minutes, just one page that will bring you closer to where you want to be. And just doing those little things is the way to incorporate a bigger habit in your life that you want to do or reach. Um, and I would really say that's a, a big like realization for myself as well, like not trying to pressure myself in doing too much at one, once or having yeah. this insane goal, but really break it down to something so simple that it's it's crazy that you can't do that, you know, um, yeah. make it really accessible. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really inspirational. Um, I really hope that your blog will keep working well and and you will have more followers because i think it's also important for you and it's definitely a confirmation that what you're doing although we don't need confirmations in our lives i mean you should be <laughs> yeah uh self-aware and like happy about confident about what you're doing but i really wish you well with the blog unfortunately now we're we are running out of time Uh, but I'd like to thank you for being here and sharing with us your your story, which is really personal. So thank you for 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 coming here and, and sharing it with us. And um, yeah, I just uh, invite our listeners again to check our website, uh, thevoiceleuven.be or vito.be. You find us on Facebook, The Voice International Student Publication, Instagram, thevoice.kuleuven. And on Spotify, you can listen to this episode and previous episodes as well. So now we'll have the last song, uh, Fistful of Love by Anthony and the Johnsons. So thank you again for being here with us, no Monica, problem. Nicholas, and I'll see you next week. So enjoy the song. I was lying in my bed last night, staring at a ceiling full of stars. suddenly hit me I just have to let you know how I feel
I know you can't tell me I know Upon my body, the memories of your devotion. 